Oh, Folding Fitted Sheets, where we talk about all of the wrinkles and creases of parenting. Well, hi, Alyssa. Hi, Jen. How are you today? I'm good. Or am I lying? Oh. (laughs) That's a super common lie. Yeah. We talked about that one time, like just in passing, it's like you just say, hey, how are you? Good. How are you? Yeah. And then when somebody throws a not good at you, you're like, oh, that's good. Wait, what? (laughs) Or you're like, shit, I don't have time for this. Yeah, exactly. I don't actually want to know. This is just a courteous greeting. Yeah. And so just saying hi. Nicety. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a good segue. Well, it is. It was right off the hop. I didn't know if we needed a segue. We weren't talking about anything else. Uh, So lying. Lying is the topic of the day. Yeah, that would be a good one. We had a lot of parents concerned when their little start lying. And Mm -hmm. um, it comes up a lot. And uh, I think they don't realize. I don't know if they don't realize. There's a lot of things as adults you just forget about. As part of your childhood, maybe. Sure. But lying is a very normal part of, well, it's a normal part of human nature. I was just going to say, if you're going to say of, of child development, you, yeah, just carry it on yeah. all the way through. But maybe they don't realize how early it starts. Possibly. Right? Yes. It's like my child's too young to be lying, yes. so there must be something inherently wrong with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and I think the very first lie that a child would tell you is if you ask them if they're pooping. Oh my God. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, uh, are you pooping one is fun, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. every toddler has that poop face. Yeah. They're like, no. Yeah. And they're like, or hiding behind my son. He'd love this. He, we, <laughs> <laughs> we had a, like a fake, like fig tree thing oh my God, or whatever. Everybody has a kid that goes behind a plant. Yeah. And he would go behind the fake fig tree. He'd be like, where is he? It's yes. Like, no. Or sometimes he would say yes, honestly. But yeah. Yeah, And it's funny too, and that's sort of, I mean, that's a different topic, potty training, when we talk about like the shame associated with going to the bathroom. Yeah, Even if you hadn't done anything in your home to make there be shame around going to the bathroom, there's little things that we do. We close the door. Right. First off, right? And, or when they had a, a dirty diaper, we're like, oh, that's stinky. Like yeah. You kind of make it like the, there's a little bit of shame around yeah. it. But I'm just saying like there's an inherent amount of like, built-in shame that comes along with evacuating your body yeah yeah it's weird which is we feel the need to lie in order to not feel that shame or Mm -hmm. let other people know that we're feeling that shame yeah there's many reasons to lie sometimes we don't even know we're doing it really yeah sure sometimes if you're not just like said something and it's just like whoa that wasn't what i meant to say or I don't know. I can't relate to that one. <laughs> I feel like if I've lied, I knew I lied. Oh, well, I mean, like, not an obvious lie. Like, did you murder that person? No. Well, <laughs> wait, I actually did. I didn't mean to say that. Not like that. Just like, just, you know, it's something you're used yeah. to answering or just an innocuous question and you just respond like in a way muscle that, memory. Yeah. Right? An, a usual answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, wait, that's not. And I, I know. And I've actually said that. So I've said something. I'm like, no, that's not. That's not right. That's not what yeah, I. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, no, that's not what I did. No. But that happens. That happens also too. Yeah. And you see that a lot in uh, littles who, well, in adults too, whose brain or mouth is working a lot faster than their, than their, you know, reasonable brain is working. Right. Yeah. So I think um, what parents might want to know is your child generally, lying generally starts around that three-year-old mark. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's kind of that age where they're like, 
oh, my mom's not a mind reader. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. When they start to realize that they're 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 their own unique individual in the world, and exactly. They're not attached yet. Yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, I'm an individual and I have my own brain. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know what I'm thinking <laughs> or doing right now. <laughs> uh, yes. And meanwhile, they're th- all they've done is turned their back so that they can't yeah. see you. Because if they can't see you, you can't see them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the part they haven't figured out yet. But that's funny. Yeah. yeah. So I think, um, I mean, that is kind of step one is to realize it's completely normal mm-hmm. and not to overreact when it happens right. like yes. your child's not going to become like a sociopath or a no they're born that way you know yeah <laughs> right <laughs> just because they spilled something and right. now they're not owning up to it right um doesn't mean they're just trying to protect their they don't want to disappoint you yes you know that's a big reason little kids start lying yeah um or sometimes they just get wrapped up in their whole fantasy world where mm-hmm. it's like yeah, I was playing a game and yeah. I, you know, when they start exaggerating everything that happened and yep. um, they just get kind of wrapped up in it, not realizing that they're going on and on and on, making themselves sound like this like superhero. <laughs> well, and part of it is because we respond to it, right? So we're like, yeah. what, really? And then you know, they're like, wait a second, I've got this person's undivided attention and yeah. now they're going to tell me all these things. And sometimes as an adult, we buy into the story. Right. We know it's not real, but right. then we start helping build the story. Yeah. And that's okay too, because there's a huge amount of like creativity that you're allowing them to express and you're helping to build that. Yeah, and I think too... They almost understand on some level, like when you do start doing that, that you've made it into a game. Right. Right. So it's this whole, yeah, storytelling fantasy. Yeah. And it, and you're right. It does, it's, it's great for their creativity. Mm-hmm. And, and then you can actually start to have fun with it. Like, yeah. oh, well, then what happened? And then what did the monster do when exactly. you... Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you can finish it by... That was so much fun. That was a great story. It's, I like building that with you. Exactly. Or, yeah. So you're identifying that you know it's not real. Yeah. You've allowed them to build it to a place and then you're like, okay, well, that's, let's. I mean, we know it's not true and yeah. we're just going to move on. But you don't be like, no, that's not the truth. Yeah. Like, Stop lying to me, you liar. <laughs> you liar, you little liar. Um, but it, you said exaggeration too. And exaggeration is a form of lying. Right. And that is something else adults do frequently. Oh, yes. Yes, because they've got to make the story better or they need to make the slight you know, more harmful or they need to yeah. Yeah, make their version, their role in whatever happens, you know, more hero-like, whatever. Yeah. Um, because we all crave that uh, attention and that, mm-hmm. that gratification of going, you know, people thinking that you've done something great or feeling sorry for you, whatever your mindset is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all do it. I think that it would be hard to say that there's people who don't lie. Yeah, and attention-seeking is, uh, is another reason sure. kids start lying, right? Yeah. Is to kind of get that attention from their adult. If they have a sibling who maybe is right. kind of the the apple of their parents' eye, they might perceive that anyway, right, and then yeah. they come up with their own. Well, I did this, or yeah. this happened to me, or whatever, right? Yeah. So it's that attention part as well. Um, and yeah, I think the big thing, the biggest sort of pitfall or mistake that parents fall into is when they know their child has lied mm-hmm. 
and then they we were talking about this right they back them into a corner right and really you're then forcing your child to lie at that point so going back to a very common one that you walk into the kitchen and there's juice on the floor your child's the only person in the kitchen maybe you're the only two home Mm -hmm. You know, you didn't spill the juice. (laughs) The dog probably didn't open the fridge, get the juice out, try to pour it into a dish and spill it. So clearly the child who is the only other person in the home spilled the juice. So rather than saying, did you spill this juice? Mm -hmm. I see it's all over the floor. This is a really big mess. Did you spill it? Mm -hmm. And your child's like, well, shit, now I'm going to get in trouble. Yes. And I don't want to get in trouble and I don't want my mom to be mad at me. So I'm going to say no. Mm-hmm. Instead, you could walk in and say, oh, I see that there's juice on the floor. What can we do to clean that up? Yeah. Or I mean, even more basic, you just like, oh, don't forget to clean up the juice you spilled. Yeah. And depending on. on how old the kid is, yeah. right? Like if it's like a little kid who needs some, like, what can we do to clean it up? It's, yeah. But yeah, if it's but if they can get juice for themselves, they can figure out how to wipe that stuff. Well, up. unless they've gotten the juice out and the whole fucking pitcher <laughs> jugs filling it, yeah, it's for still laying on its side, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> under the fridge. <laughs> yeah, the dogs loving it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe the dog did do it. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's probably the number one mm-hmm. mistake that parents make when their children start lying and are younger kind of mm-hmm. that preschool older preschooler younger like school age child is you you literally force them to lie yeah because you know the answer yeah so why are you asking the question yeah it's to to shame the kid it's to build humility in them right so you're saying i know i know what the answer is but you need to admit it to feel that shame yeah. to feel humiliated how was that helpful? <laughs> yeah. And that, that almost, and it kind of goes back to our, our discussion we had when discipline versus punishment, right? right? It's like, well, maybe you're mad, mm-hmm. right? So now it's coming from a place that you're annoyed that mm-hmm. whatever has happened has happened or that, yeah, you need to make them feel bad. It's like, well, most people don't spill things. You know, many fucking times a day I spill something or right. not. Nobody's there. Like Alyssa. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, did you just spill this again? Like, or did you just knock this over? And yeah. Like, thanks. I already feel like I have no thumbs and just <laughs> whatever. Yeah. yeah. I really needed you to yeah. point it out and yeah. make me outside say, yes, I spilled it. Yeah. For the 10th time. Yes. Today. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because that's what we all need. We all need that. Yeah. Beat down just to, you know, help build our confidence back up. Like it's, yeah, it makes no sense to me stripping somebody down to build them back up yeah so i think that's a really common one i think that's probably like i said the biggest one that Mm -hmm. you want to avoid Mm -hmm. forcing them yeah so asking a question that you know the answer to yeah yeah it yeah it it, and that we do that with adults too we do that to each other we have much different ways of communicating with another adult than we do with our own children Mm -hmm. we're much more diplomatic we're going to it's not maybe there it's still coming from a place of like i need you to admit this uh depending on what the slight was like what the lie is about but it's very common and this is so this is the world that we live in lying is a a, a common occurrence so oh my god just look at anybody's uh social page sure 
Well, and I, I mean, that's exaggerations, right? So yeah, here's my perfect life. And they've got this beautiful shot of their kid cooking cookies on the counter. But what you don't see is the disaster of life behind the camera, right? So the laundry and everywhere. And the filters. And the, well, and that's it too. And the, the you've caught one tiny moment of your child, you know, that that's the, what you want to share with the world. Whatever. I mean, people do what you're going to do. But yeah. don't, you know, you don't have to pretend and you don't have to try and make up you know that you're going to live that way but i was looking it up and it's in on average uh humans adults human adults adults human people, adults. Who, people who live on the planet are supposed to like <laughs> elephants as or. opposed to yeah um lie on average four times a day four times a day four times a day so it didn't specify the size of the lie like because mm. there's it's, it's it's a spectrum right i mean uh hey how are you right i'm fine when you're not fine right that's a lie yeah but it's a social normity. Right. Um, or did you hit and run that car in the parking lot? No. <laughs> That's a pretty big lie. That's a big one. That's a problem. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I, I mean, I don't know what the severity of the lie is, but on average, adults lie four times a day, which is like, you know, 1500 times a year, right? Like that's, that's crazy. That's a lot. That's a lot of lying. Yeah. And when your kid is watching you. Right. Right. So you've, you missed, you know, you're going to be late for your dentist appointment. So you call and you're like, oh no, I'm, we're sick. We're not going to make it. You're not sick. You're just can't make it. Yeah. Now your kid has seen this. Yeah. That's a lie. They yeah. know you're not sick. They you know they're not sick. They're just wondering what the heck happened. Right. Or yeah. why you're late for something or why you can't go to something or whatever, whatever obligation you're not fulfilling or whatever obligation somebody's not feeling for you and you've got to lie for it. it it's, it's in our homes. Mm-hmm. So, they're seeing this. Your kids are seeing this yeah. and going, oh, well, this is acceptable. So when I do have to lie, because there are times when I can't just say I couldn't make it, um, I, you know, like, oh, no, the so, this is You're so bad. Good. I use my kids at uh, for excuses a lot of the times, right. right? Like, oh, so-and-so is not feeling well. I will have to say to my child, I lied. Right. So, you know, I said this because I can't live with the idea of having lied. Lying over the phone is a much, much easier or over email or text, right? Like that's so much easier to do than in person um, because then there's not like, you know, all of the tells that you have. So my tells are a plenty. People usually can tell before I've even speaking whether I'm going to lie or not. Mm -hmm. Um, But kids have tells too. Right. And I mean, I think a lot of them are similar, like, you know, they're not going to make eye contact or they use the word. No, honestly, honestly, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I promise. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> or they get super defensive. Yeah. Or they just get fidgety or, you know, they're, they're not not only not making eye contact, like their bodies are turned or, you know, their faces turn red or. For me, my voice goes really high. <laughs> I think a lot of people, you, the voice changes, yeah. right? Yeah, it's funny you're saying using your kids. Mm-hmm. I've told my kids who are now older, right, mm. to use me as an excuse or a lie. Yes, at any point in time. Yep. So it does come down like you do want to when they're younger teach them the importance of honesty. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, that you know it's it's going to be so much better if they tell the truth how they'll feel if they tell the truth how you will feel if they tell the truth right that 
you will problem solve then whatever it might be afterwards mm-hmm. together. Um, because yeah, it, it just, it makes consequences worse when they're lying about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas you come at it from a problem solving standpoint, right. say, yeah, I'm, you might tell me something I don't want to hear. I might get upset, right? but not, you know, I'm not going to freak out. Mm-hmm. And then we can have a conversation to figure out how to problem solve it together. Right. And that's kind of where you start, right? You you talk about honesty. You talk about the importance of honesty. Um, you're right, though. They're still going to see you lying. Mm-hmm. Like, that is going to happen. And that's kind of the point I'm going back to. It, it Lying is a part of human nature, how mm-hmm. we started this whole conversation, right? right. It is a part of life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is something I am very okay with my kids doing. Using if, you as the Using lie. me yeah. as an excuse yeah. to get out of something. Yeah keep them safe to whatever yep. if they don't want to do something that someone's forced trying to force them to do mm-hmm. use me i don't yeah. care yeah. i don't care what people think yeah i don't care I, yeah i'll be the bad guy for my kids oh, all the time Absolutely. any day my mom won't let me yeah i'm fine with that yeah my mom whatever and yeah. i can imagine mom's being a bitch blah 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 yeah. whatever i don't yeah, care yeah, yeah. your five-year-old not my five-year-old <laughs> <laughs> man mom's a bitch <laughs> she won't let me play with them. Pokemon cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, not my five-year-old. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I I just, I don't think it's realistic to expect your children to tell the truth all the time. Because then I do really think you need to take a really long, hard look in the mirror mm-hmm. and ask yourself, how often are you truthful versus how often have you lied? And do you actually want to hear the honest truth all of the time? Mm-hmm. Because I know people are like, well, I don't, I don't lie. And I just, just tell did. the truth. Yeah. And it's like, you're just being a dick. Just because it may be the truth or it's your opinion of the truth doesn't mean it needs to be said out loud either. Right. Right. So staying quiet, not saying anything is an option. And, uh, you know, just socially lying is also an option. Mm-hmm. You don't have to say something for the sake of saying it because it's the truth. Like that's, I mean, here we're going to talk about lying. The truth can be very harmful as well. Yeah. Um, in used when it's, when it's weaponized. Yeah. Right. Like there's, there's no need for, you know, you like if you're close with somebody, you can maybe point out their muffin top or their camel toe if they're not, you know, aware of it. <laughs> so yeah, I think um, what you're kind of referring to is white lies. Well, no, because kind of, well, well, no, because what I'm saying is, is, if you see somebody that you're very close with and they have like, you know, their their underpants are hanging out of the right. top of their pants, you're going to say. Absolutely. But if you're in the mall and you're passing by somebody and you see that they're under, you're like, mm, your, pa- your, your underpants are hanging out of your pants. You're not going to say that. Right. I Plus, mean, nobody says underpants, so people <laughs> aren't going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of people say underpants. No. No. That's no, what they are. That's a whole nother topic. You wear we're gonna them take under on. your pants. Under me, <laughs> in your pants. I bought some new underpants. Underpants. No. Anywho, you're right. You would not say that. <laughs> you would not say that to a stranger. Right, but but that's what I'm saying is that like so if we're gonna talk about lying, we need to talk about the truth as well, right? Like so you can't you can't just say whatever you you perceived to be the truth because it can be very harmful yeah in the same way that lying can be very harmful right so there's a there's a bit of a fine balance right because kids are notoriously truthful right and that's why i said it 
what you were talking about kind of reminded me of white lies because right. it was I was thinking of like birthday parties and right. Christmas time when you know your child opens mm-hmm. a sweater it's an avocado yeah well it reminds <laughs> me of that too like the the videos because I think that one was viral the avocado one there was also a banana one oh. and the child was so she loves bananas oh. she was so genuinely excited to get this banana however there are instances mm-hmm where a child will open something. And I know parents rehearse right. with their children yeah, yeah, before yeah. birthday parties. You say thank you, smile and say thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, if, if grandma's really loving this super cool sweater that mm-hmm. someone made for you or that, I don't know, she found it at a flea market. I don't know, man. Um, she might be actually expecting a I love it response. Right. And, that's okay right you take the 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 picture of your child wearing the sweater to send to grandma Mm -hmm. and they're you know happy that whatever yeah um those don't hurt right they actually made you're you're uh, holding somebody's feelings yeah it's a priority yeah like it's empathy yeah you're not you you could say this sucks yeah holy crap what the fuck is this <laughs> you could uh, maybe not a five-year-old but you know you <laughs> some yeah well are you the one who sent me the video about the kid who got the scooter and not the bike it's like what the fuck is this yeah is yeah, 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 yeah 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 are you fucking serious or this isn't the one i wanted yeah something like that i mean it um, wasn't really funny but no the kid was like he was very serious and um you know that that's an environmental thing. Yes. So that's how they, that's that's the way that the parents talk around the kid. That's how the kid thinks that you behave, you know, and when something is not the way that, to your liking, to a, a, to a, a certain degree. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you, I remember thinking, like, holy crap. Like, first off, my kids wouldn't go to that extreme. No. They'd be like, well, you know, oh, I'm happy I got this, but I was really hoping to get this. But they wouldn't do it in that moment either. No. Right. So I mean, but every kid is different. They're going to do, you know, what they want. But when they're using language like that in such uh, a personal way, mm-hmm. you know that it's it's learned behavior. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That their mom and dad behave. That's how their grandparents behaved, whatever, whatever their significant impact is. And it's it's funny sometimes. Right. Sometimes when it's a video it, and it's not your kid, it when it's somebody funny. else's kid, it's always hilarious. Yeah. Um, but it's not for no. you, especially if like that was grandma's gift to you. And then your kid is like, yeah, this, I didn't want this or yeah. just opens it and throws it. Right. Like, but that's the thing too. They're so set them up for success because if you have a five-year-old who's now the center of attention and you've got this extended family and maybe there's other kids around and, um, you know, they're opening gifts, they're looking for something. They've got mm-hmm. an idea in their head as to what it is that they want. Yeah. And until they get that thing, whatever that they're hoping for, none of the things are going to fill that wish, right? So they're going to not maybe have the same diplomatic response as you and I would if we were opening a gift that kind of wasn't exactly what we were hoping for or wanted. Did I ever tell you um, when I was, I was 14, I think. So older, obviously. Um, And so my parents were divorced when I was 13 and so 14 would have been the second Christmas, I guess, that they weren't together. And my brother and I were at my dad's. Right. 
And I was always very aware and like other people's feelings were always very important to me. Right. And I would never want to like, especially with my parents and especially at that time, it was so new, Mm -hmm. like hurting one of their feelings was, was one of like, that would have killed me. Right. So I collected nutcrackers, the, like the, nutcracker ballet yeah yeah yeah. the soldiers the soldiers yeah and they're really cool and i think i got my first one after i went to see the nutcracker with my mom and my stepdad and so i had started i don't have a huge collection i always put a stop to those two because i can't stand when all of a sudden you own 200 of them it's because you expressed one time (laughs) that you like them (laughs) so uh, we're at my dad's and i opened uh, it was a small box. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. I was expecting it to be like, um, I don't know, almost look like a jewel, like a necklace or oh, something. Yeah. yeah. So I opened it. I was wider than that. And there was a white, like, nutcracker that you actually, a manual thing you'd put a walnut in. Oh my God. To crack like a nuts. kitchen, a small yes, kitchen yes, utensil. Yes, yes, yeah. Like, yeah, it was a nutcracker. And I was so like confused right and i do remember i'm staring at this going what the what mm-hmm. i don't understand yeah because even though it's a nutcracker you don't make the association that the two things no yes. that even had the same name yeah. like it, and i was 14 right yeah. so i'm like i don't understand this mm-hmm. so i'm staring at this staring at this and i'm looking at my brother like i'm like help like i don't know what to do right yeah. now yeah and then my dad said oh is that like is that I thought it was an odd thing that you were collecting, but is that okay? And then it clued in. Right, what it was. And I was like, oh, shit. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, this is great, right? And we kind of just moved on. And he didn't immediately take you to a therapist to say, my daughter's <laughs> collecting crackers of nuts. <laughs> like, and I didn't even eat nuts. <laughs> She actually has a really severe allergy, <laughs> right? <laughs> but he was trying so hard, right? Yeah, and he didn't know me at like we have a good relationship now, but yeah. he did not know me right at all. But he knew that you liked nutcrackers, and he went out of his way to find something. And yeah. was it a nice nutcracker? It was as far as nutcrackers go. It was. I don't think I have it anymore. It's a thing. I, oh, it actually no. came up. I was thinking about it. He probably has no recollection. Yeah, but. It's something that has stuck in my mind. Like, I will never forget that moment of opening this thing. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Ah, uh, yes. Do I lift it? Is there something <laughs> under it? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> that is so funny. Like, Julia Roberts with the opera glasses and pretty yeah. women trying to get yeah. Flipping them face. up. What are these? What are these? How do these work? Anyway, it is one I, I will never forget where it was like, yeah, oh. for sure. And it was definitely a lie I told that because yeah. I didn't want to hurt its feelings. So, I mean, that's, and that, again, that's a social normity. That's a, a it's, it, it's not a, is it a white lie? It's a straight up lie. Yeah, it's like a white, it's, but they, the white lies are the ones you tell to protect someone's feelings. Like they're not really hurting you or anybody right. else to say and it. it doesn't They're, have a major impact at some point no. did you tell him that that wasn't the type of nutcracker that you kept no no so to this day he thinks you're a complete lunatic i don't know if he ever <laughs> would have figured it out 
maybe i don't think i'm sure i never said anything the sentiment is sweet and honestly i think i mean especially when it comes to gift giving if somebody has gone out and chosen something for you Mm -hmm. with the intention of thinking that this was good like they think it's a good thing for you then (laughs) sorry i'm thinking like a giant poster that says you're an asshole I really thought this would be good for you. <laughs> okay, well, that's just being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> kind of funny. Though. Yeah, but if you're giving that kind of gift to somebody, then you have that kind of relationship where you can be right. like, oh, come on. Yeah. Like, yeah, screw you. Um, <laughs> but if somebody's giving you a gift, yeah, and this applies to children as well, if somebody has got out and thought, you know what, I think that they'll really like this, then you can say thank you. And yes. genuinely mean it. Yes. And it doesn't have to be, this is the thing that I've always wanted. Like, you don't right. have to expand on that. No, you don't. You can say, thank you so much for the gift. And then you give a high five or a hug, whatever your kid is comfortable with, and you move on. Maybe they never play with it. Maybe they never wear it. Maybe they never touch it again. It doesn't matter because it was the intention of the gift giver to make the gift receiver feel good. Mm-hmm. And that is the piece that you should, you know, try and build the the expectations around with you know, young children, right? When they're getting things is that it's when they're receiving something is because somebody wants them to feel good yeah, and, and feel loved and feel and like they were thought of. And exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So common lies, I mean, we've covered like some of this more social normity time ones, right? But common lies for littles, you know, if we're starting around, you know, when their language skills really start mm. to, to yeah. flourish, Three, right? Four. So, um, and, you know, their outside world is becoming a little bit bigger. And then they go into preschool or they go into school where you're not around. Mm-hmm. So they have an opportunity to sort of expand as to what their little universe looks like. Um, and there's really no way for you to fact check as far as they're concerned because their problem solving skills are crap at this point right. still. Um, you know, and, and the, the looking forward beyond the end of their nose, you know, mm-hmm. past lunchtime that day is kind of shitty. But common lies that little ones will tell so no i did not do that when they did um or like I didn't hit him i did exactly i don't know he just started crying oh the baby's crying he just started crying yeah. <laughs> you know he's got little fingerprints across his yeah. little cheek or whatever and you know right i mean these are because there's now the baby's crying and they're like oh crap right mm-hmm. and then that's when that big sister and i know you have said this about your brother like shh it's fine it's fine yeah it's fine I'm, okay. sorry, I'm sorry i'm sorry you're fine yeah. yeah 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 um so yeah lying about having done something or not done something lying about uh where who they're playing with things that they did while they were playing um about cleaning their room completing chores if they're you know given tasks mm-hmm. as little ones um and it's easy for us to know oftentimes what the truth is Right, so that comes back to the don't ask the question if you already know the answer. That's a that like I said, that's the biggest one because mm-hmm. most why times you them, know, yeah, and why put them in a bad spot? Yeah, like it it doesn't feel good. Yeah, yeah. I liked one of the uh, strategies I saw too about giving time. Sure. So um, maybe you don't know exactly what happened. Um, it's not an urgent thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so you can say to your child, um, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna." go away whatever for like 10 minutes Mm -hmm. so you and i'm gonna ask you a question Mm -hmm. so this is the question i'm gonna ask you i don't want an answer right now yeah or yeah okay go ahead yeah whatever i'm gonna come back and then i'm gonna ask you the question Mm -hmm. and so in this time i just want you this is not a three-year-old right 
this is someone who's you know got a little bit more emotional yeah, regulation skills like younger school age could yeah. do this though um and then you know i'm going to come back and then you know you're going to tell me the answer so i really want you to think about remember what we talked about how important it is you know remind them yeah. what truth is um just to give them that processing mm-hmm. time yeah yeah ADHD would, kids was the other one I saw. Yeah. So just going back to the first yeah. point that you made there. So if you, if, if we, so we know the answer. We know the answer to the question. You've asked the question. The children has lied. The child has lied. Mm. So then, then you give them that chance. Yeah. Right. So you've already, you're not like, okay, I'm going to ask you a question. I want you to think about it for 10 minutes and then come back. It's like, no, they've just blurted out an answer, um, you know, either in self-preservation or just because it was natural Mm -hmm. it just flew out of their mouths without them thinking so then you're giving them a chance to come back Mm -hmm. and say hey actually you know what this is what happened um and in that period you can also outline maybe what the consequences are yeah like because it's it's for me when my kids lie i'm generally much more upset about the lie and I think most parents are. Than the actual thing that they're lying about. Absolutely. Because it feels like they, I feel like they, they well, then they can't trust me. They, right. They, I feel like they feel they like feel they like, can't yeah. trust me. And that breaks my heart. Yeah. And I don't want them to feel that way. I also want them to know that no matter what they tell me, regardless of how yeah. big it is, that I'm still on, I'm on their team. Yeah. And you still love them. Like their yeah. behavior is not any way going to change how you feel about them yes yeah it's tricky i know barbara coloroso said that there's no problem so big that it can't be solved yeah right like so lying about it only compounds the problem so now we have two problems we have to deal with well and overreacting to when your kids are little to their little lies because mm-hmm. they are little lies at this yeah. age yeah 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 um little people little lies little people little lies mm-hmm. yeah and if you overreact and they do learn like oh my god like mm-hmm. if i do anything wrong like this person is gonna fly off the handle yes they're not gonna come to you when mm-hmm. it's bigger people bigger lies yeah because they are gonna start telling bigger lies yeah. because they feel like you are going to overreact and fly off the handle mm-hmm. and that your ultimate goal isn't about problem solving with them. Right. Right? Yep. And they're they're going to feel it will impact their self esteem, mm-hmm. their confidence, um, and just their willingness to open up to you about anything. Yep. So I think that's really important to keep in mind mm-hmm. when your four year old says, No, I didn't hit him. Right. It's like, okay, well, either you say, well, I know you did, right? Yeah. Again, we talk about honesty and I see that he's hurt or whatever. Yeah. Um, If it is siblings, I think that's where I was thinking of the example too, about giving like processing time or whatever. It's like, okay, I see something's happened here. I, you know, you're both upset, whatever. I'm going to go away. I'm going to come back. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you guys what happened. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and also that's a really great way to reduce um, sibling rivalry. Absolutely. So you're not pitting them one against the other. No. One's, one's not telling the supposed truth and one's not supposedly lying. They have an opportunity to say, to own up to it and then it's the action that may get consequenced mm-hmm. if need be mm-hmm. rather than needing to consequence the lie and then pit them against each other, right? Yeah. So, well, your sister didn't do that and now you're being whatever, right? Um, and 
just going back to like when we were talking about, you know, I, I don't know, the baby just started crying yeah. and you know that they, you know, bonked them yeah. or, and maybe it wasn't on purpose. Maybe they're just testing. Like they've got to check things out, right? Yeah. Maybe you're not paying any attention and they know yeah. that if the baby cries, you're going to come, you're going to come a running. And then what happens when you come a running? You've got a worried face and you're like, what happened? What happened? And you're panicked. That's terrifying mm-hmm. to a child because that may be the reaction that they normally get, but they're not thinking about that in that moment. Mm-hmm. And so they do the thing to get the attention and now you've come in and you're, you know, DEFCON 1 and they're like, oh, cripes, <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm responsible for this. <laughs> yeah. Like, because if you're already at this level and you haven't even heard what happened, yeah. imagine what it's going to be like when I tell you what yeah. actually happened. So, yeah, I mean, then this is common in all of the things that we talk about when it comes to parenting is that our children's behavior is more often related to the way that we react to things and the way that we interact with them than it is about them. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And again, if you change how you react, yeah. they will have to change how they behave. Yeah. That's just how cause and effect works. Yeah, absolutely. So um, going back to what I was started to say about ADHD, ADHD. Yeah. These, if you have a child who has been diagnosed with ADHD, mm-hmm you know, or you should know, Mm -hmm. that they have issues with being impulsive. Sure. They do not have the capability, sometimes they do, um, but they they often do not have the capability to stop and think before they speak. Mm -hmm. So they're going to blurt out, they're they're not going to think, the first thing that pops into their head, yeah, first reaction will be emotional, like, ah, I'm scared, I'm going to just say this. So really giving them the time to mm-hmm. think about what they want to say and how they want to answer a question yep. before freaking out when they about the first thing they blurt out and you know that it's a lie. Yeah. I think is really important for these kids too. Yeah. And, and coming in hot's not gonna get you anywhere. No. No. Yeah. No. They're just gonna shut down. Everybody shut I mean, down or they're gonna come in hotter. Well that's exactly depending right. on yeah. the personality, yeah. right? Yeah. So really important and really important again then for, for littles right who mm-hmm. again are very impulsive yeah they they don't think things through you just you said that before they're very in the moment mm-hmm. they're very egotistical still sure even though they're past that toddler stage where yeah. now they've realized they're independent yeah um they're still very egocentric sure so the world revolves around me yeah. so they're not always thinking they can't no. i mean and and we're like if we're talking about care of others empathy doesn't start to really yeah. show until they're four yeah that's when or it five. starts yeah. yeah to show it was at four years old yeah. so have that understanding of, of it's just self-preservation for them mm-hmm. yeah it's not a matter of of looking out for other people's feelings it's all about them yeah yeah and that's hard and that's hard as an adult because you've now developed empathy and you're like why is my kid not you know showing consideration for others and then you know we coming hot again yeah it's hard it's hard it's hard to understand that uh you know your kid doesn't have all of these things when you've because you've had a lifetime to develop them mm-hmm. and you just expect your kid to know this is like oh it makes me nuts when people are like well nobody has common sense anymore common sense isn't common it has to be taught yeah and so if you're expecting your little one to just know because that's the way the world runs right that's an unrealistic expectation of yeah, them. Yeah. They, yeah. They don't just modeled? know. You have to teach it to yeah. them. Yeah. So again, that modeling piece, right? So yeah, they see you, you know, talking on the phone with somebody and telling white lies, real lies, whatever. Maybe it's to partner to partner. 
Maybe yeah. there's, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you went shopping mm, and you went honey, out. Honey, this supper was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that better be a I love it. Yeah. So instead of saying that, they could just be like, finish their food and not say, God, that was the worst thing I've ever eaten. They can and, just finish their food and move on. That's good enough. dump their napkin full of food. <laughs> it's for the like... dog's dish. <laughs> <laughs> Down the toilet. Oh, yeah. God. Everyone's gagging. Um, yeah. So well, that's good. a great example, right? So, you know, yeah, that's sharing, uh, sparing somebody's feelings, right? Yeah. Because that's not necessarily i mean you want to be truthful with your partner but you don't have to be like this is the worst fucking thing i've ever eaten (laughs) and just be like this is not my favorite meal that you've made (laughs) but i ate it and we're good but um like say you went out shopping right you were grocery shopping you guys stopped for lunch and you ate out and you're like don't tell don't tell the partner don't tell mom don't tell dad whatever um and now you're bringing your kids in on a lie or this is where so when we're like oh no it would be our little secret this is where these things can start to snowball and become problematic that can be very problematic in yes and in it very nefarious ways yeah to to that degree for sure but even just in a within a family relationship trust um can be very damaging so when you when you're keeping secrets from one another and you know you can justify it to yourself well you know they don't really need to know um but what happens if they find out Mm -hmm. and then where where does that leave you and where does that leave your relationship and now your kid knows about it and so you've roped them in on this whatever you know maybe it's just a little lie maybe it's a big lie maybe you know they i don't know i don't know i can't think of anything big yeah no i can't either off the top of my head because i immediately went to like you know murder <laughs> yeah you did i'm like should i call somebody should i be in this room alone with like, her right okay now? here so if you're driving your car yeah and you park in the parking lot and you bump the car next to you okay and you don't leave a note and you're like don't tell anyone that i did this that's kind of a that's a big lie yeah mostly because there's cameras bloody everywhere <laughs> and the likelihood that somebody saw you either from a dash cam yeah. from somebody else's or the store's um cameras whatever is really hot you're gonna get caught right like with social media people come out and they're like oh my god this is what i saw and someone's like oh hey i saw that car and that part whatever right so now you're like don't you know we're not going to tell anybody that that happens now they go okay well what if you don't get caught what if you don't get caught and there's never any consequence for it or and your kid thinks that well it's okay to lie about that kind mm-hmm. of stuff right because this is what you're teaching them to do what if you do get caught and then you have to explain why you lied and why who the people that you lied to but the problem is we shield our children from all of the follow-through of that right so yes they were in the car when we bumped the other car in the parking lot but they're not there when I'm writing the check to cover the cost. They're not seeing the monthly insurance go up. They're not right. seeing the, I mean, the ticket that I got for unsafe driving, whatever it is, yeah, yeah. right? So they don't really still get to see the full impact of the consequence. If I had just left a note and said, hey, sorry, man, I bumped your car. That doesn't seem to be much damage versus, you know, now somebody found me and I've got all this. Yeah. You know, it's just compacting it. Yeah. But or compounding it, but the kid doesn't get to see that, right? So they don't really understand how big of a lie that is either mm-hmm. way. And that is also problematic because then where does the the line for them stop? When does it stop going from social niceties um, into, you know, right. straight up harmful lying? Yeah. 
I think when you were just talking to it, it uh, I was reading something else and I really liked it. Um, when talking to your kids about honesty mm-hmm. and it kind of felt, fell in with the, the modeling piece too, in a way, but it was getting them to imagine how they would feel or how someone else would feel. Mm-hmm. So again, three would be kind of tricky depending on the child. You could maybe start it, but how would you feel if mommy lied and said blah, blah, blah? Or how do you think dad would feel mm-hmm. if I told him whatever, yeah. make up something or yeah. just lied? And then even asking them, because if they have lied and you know this, like how do you feel mm-hmm. when you lied and you're trying to hide it? Oh my God, yeah. Right? Yeah. To that inner, like how does your chest feel? Like really try to talk to them and make them aware of their own bodies and like where are you feeling it and how does that feel do you feel in your stomach versus you're scared to tell me but then you tell me and this is how I react Mm because this is how I'm going to react and then this is what we do right to solve the problem yeah um I think it's really important too to have those conversations uh, not in the heat of the moment but just when you're having these conversations these teaching moments um, to to get them to think and to build that self-awareness so that next time, you know, when they are in kind of a situation where they're going to lie or tell the truth, mm-hmm. they're more likely to hopefully pick the telling the truth part and then problem solving from there. Yeah. So I don't, I really liked that too. Absolutely. I would, when you're saying that, when you're talking about lying, I could start to feel it. Like yeah. my throat starts to feel funny. My chest feels funny. And then the part, Part of the reason I don't lie is I don't I don't find myself in a position to need to often, right. but I can't often remember the details. Well, <laughs> like, I, mean, I can that's barely a, remember yeah. the truth most days. Remembering a lie on top of that is like alarming. Yeah. Well, and that's one of the telltales, right? <laughs> Where your kids come up with this elaborate, like yeah, yeah, yeah. the more detailed, the more likely it is it's a lie. Yeah. Like, and the color of the, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Uh, People tend to go into greater detail. Trying to sell it. To sell it and to make it what they think is more believable. And then you gotta remember all that. Yeah. Like, no, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. I didn't remember to put deodorant on this morning. Do you think I can remember a lie? Like, come on. Yeah. Um, One of the common ones too, when I was kind of looking up some stuff was the, the homework one. Mm, yeah so they're like oh no i don't have any homework mm-hmm. i mean what kid hasn't told that lie because yeah. they'd rather go out with their friends or Heck yeah or game video or games whatever or anything, they're doing. anything anything yeah. literally anything literally yeah. anything. eat spinach <laughs> <laughs> clean the toilet clean the toilet <laughs> like whatever it is um and so if you know i mean technology everyone's got access to power school now you can see when your child has missed assignments maybe you got a call from the teacher Mm -hmm. so again you're not backing them into a corner so that they are gonna lie again because they've already lied once to say they didn't have any homework Mm -hmm. all week and now they have 15 missing assignments and zeros and whatever um yeah, you would start that conversation saying I know Mm -hmm. that you had these things that didn't get completed so then what, you know, the the natural consequence is now you're going to be here this weekend. Doing, yeah, your extracurriculars are cut. Yeah, 
until you've completed the things that were assigned to you. Yeah. That was the expectation. Yeah. And as they get even older, Mm -hmm. you can even step back further Mm -hmm. because the natural consequence Mm -hmm. is you get a zero. Yep. And now you're failing. Yep. Your class. And you can still say, like, I see that you have assignments that aren't done. These need to get completed. Yeah. And if they don't get completed, you're going to fail. Yeah. So that's on you. Yeah. You didn't have to say, oh my God. You know what I mean? Like making a big deal about the lie. Yep. Because that's sort of the magic of lying. Yeah. Is that it usually catches up to you. (laughs) Yeah. And life just bites you in the ass on its own. Real hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I think it's because I was reading, you and I were talking about that. Like, I don't know. They talked about the consequence being completing the homework. Right. But then they were compounding it that there was also this consequence. See, the con for the lying. Okay. So doing the homework isn't the consequence. It's a consequence. But it's it was it was a, it was part of the beginning expectation. But it's consequence being it's the result of. Right, but what you're saying is that so the consequence is you can't do the other things. Because right. you've got to do the homework. Doing the homework isn't the consequence. No. Not doing the other things. I guess when I'm thinking of consequences, like cause and effect. The sure. cause, you didn't do the homework. Yeah. The result or effect of this is now you have to do the homework. Right. That I'm not thinking of it as like a teaching Yeah, it's not. Tool. It's yeah. just that's what happens. You didn't do it and now you have to do it. Right. Yeah. You didn't wash so your then, clothes, so you have dirty clothes. Like Exactly. Kind of like that is where I was going with yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's just, I mean, it is a, I, I mean, it's the getting a zero is the natural consequence, mm-hmm. but doing the expectation is still that the work gets done and then, yeah, whatever yeah, they need to do. Yeah, now you're missing out on other stuff exactly. that you would rather do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we were reading, right, like... So many people are like, oh, you take away their phone for a week and then you do this. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm with you on that one. No, I don't think I am either. I just, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know what taking away their phone has to do with getting them to tell the truth or feel comfortable telling the truth. Right. So if the phone is a concern then you've already set up a, I'm going to check your phone once a week. We're going to go through the apps. We're going to go through the messages. I'm not going to tell you when it's going to happen. Right. And I like, because there's, there's a certain amount of privacy that kids can have, but the world is literally in the palms of their hands Mm -hmm. and it is supervision is required and intervention sometimes is necessary. So what does that have to do with them not doing our homework? Exactly. That's what I was going to say. That has to do with phone use and abusing Exactly. That. Yeah. So what you're talking about is making sure that the consequence is applicable to yeah. the action. It's related. So the lying needs to be consequenced is what the second part of what you were going to say was. Yeah. That's what I was. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know where I feel about that. Where it, to me, it's still more about teaching them what happens in life. Mm-hmm when you lie yeah right so do we really have to compound it right and make it bigger because they lied versus told the truth yeah well and i feel a little bit like 
I mean, yes, lying needs to be addressed. Absolutely. We're not saying don't address it. No. We're just saying that potentially the lesson is learned in the consequence of whatever it is that they lied about. Mm-hmm. And then it comes to the benefit of telling the truth. Right. So with a child of, of you know, a, a more school age, yeah. you can say, you know, when you lie to me, I can't trust you. So when you tell me something, I don't really think that it's true because you've lied to me. Right. And that's, you know, for a repeat offender about, yes. you know, kind of dumb things or whatever. Um, a one-off is a different situation. So you can talk about trust. Be like, you know, like, oh, I want to go to the park with my friends. You know what? I You've lied to me before. I don't fully trust that you're going to be at the park. So I'm not going to let you go to the park this time until I feel like I can trust you a little bit more. Or, you know, you've got the time. So you're like, I'm going to go to the park with you then. Yeah. And I'm going to see that you're at the park. And, I'm, you know, and then when they change their mind, like, oh, well, no, I don't want to go then. Yeah. Eh, they maybe we had other yeah, intentions. Other plans. Yes. Um, so it's, it's about the relationship between yeah. you and your child. Because like we said earlier, you do want them to be coming to you when they have major problems. Yes. You are supposed to be their safe place. And you don't necessarily, like, you don't have to agree with what happened. You don't have to, no. you know, support the decision that they made. Um, but you want them to come with you to help find solutions, to come to you to help find solutions um, and have someone in their corner. Right. Because when they feel alone, that's when things start to spiral. Yeah, because they'll find other people you may be not necessarily wanting them to go to. Yeah. Or they turn into themselves, like they just withdraw and hold everything in and then that can cause all sorts of mental health issues. Absolutely. So, yeah, you want... Yeah, you want them to be able to trust you. Yeah. And so that's a conversation that you can start it the same way that we talk about, you know, oh, it looks like you're feeling frustrated. Let's try doing this instead. Mm-hmm. Or looks like you need help with this. Um, you know, it's, you know, when you tell me the truth, it makes me really feel like I can trust you. And you can start adding in those words and add that language. And when then when they don't tell the truth, you can say, you know, when you tell me the truth, it feels like I can really trust you. It doesn't feel like I can really trust you right now. And what does that mean? That means I, I don't feel confident in letting you go to the park by yourself. It doesn't mean, it means I don't think that you can go to Stacy's house after school. <laughs> Stacy's mom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, right? So you, you have, you've already built up this whole network of language right. and expectations around it. So, Let's, for example, say that you've never dealt with any of this. You're, you know your kid has lied. You've told them, you know, I know you're lying. Tell me the truth. You've, you've, you know, sort of maybe backed them into a corner and made them feel, you know, really defensive or feel shame um, because that was the way that you were dealt with. Yeah. That's the way Very that you possible. feel you need to deal with, with, you know, people who lie mm-hmm. in your life. How can you change that now? So let's, you know, we've got a school-aged kid who is, you know, never done, you've never really dealt with it before, or there's been like many lies that you just sort of ignored, and now your your seven, eight-year-old is starting to lie, because that's also a very high age for lying, because there's a pre-development, right? Like they're getting into that pre-adolescent stage, which I know you don't want to hear your eight-year-old getting into that pre-adolescent, but there is a lot going on. Grade three is kind of a big year for kids. Mm -hmm. Um, 
they're independent. Um, you're not with them for, you know, a large handful of uh, hours, hours of yeah. the day. And then when you are with them, you're like, well, they're independent. They can kind of get their own snacks after school. I'll just call them for supper. They go outside and play with their friends. So they're they're alone without supervision probably more than any other time um, that they've ever experienced yeah, in their life. up until that point. Yes, exactly. Um, and so that they, they start to lie. So now you're like, well, crap, now my kid's lying all the time. How how can we help deal with that? Right. And that's, it. I would think that that's probably a harder question to address than when you hadn't started all of this a lot sooner. It's like with all parenting, right? The sooner you implement things, the sooner you start to change the way you react, the easier it is as they get older because the problems only get bigger as they get older. Right. And you want to lay, that's the whole thing, right? We mm-hmm. want to lay the foundation when they're little. So right. really it's about prevention yeah. rather than reacting now at and this point. Yeah, exactly. When, yeah, reactionary intervention yep. at this point when all yep. of a sudden now you have a seven, eight year old who's lying. Yeah. Um, it definitely is more difficult. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you can't start those conversations. Heck no. At that point, though. No, and and I think that, but this is kind of my point, is that it's not really ever too late. No. Um, it, the problem is that the consequences for the actions get higher and, right. and much more considerable and much more impactful the older your child gets. Yeah, bigger kids, bigger problems. Exactly, yes. Yeah. So as an eight-year-old... You know, they they didn't come straight home from school and they said that they went to so-and-so's house, but they actually went somewhere else. And you know Mm -hmm. that this has happened. So you can address it by, again, not saying. You could say, like, hey, where'd you go after school? You didn't come home right away. Oh, I went to... Not Stacy's house, because we've already been there. Um, I went to Robert's house after school. Yeah. Um, And you know that they were actually at Jack's house. And... Jack has parents who aren't home after school. And so they kind of hang out there, which is, you know, it's, it's kind of fun. It's a little bit like yeah. independent and they can kind of get into things and not feel, you know, they feel like older, living dangerously. They're grown yes, up. Yes, exactly. Um, and you don't like that. So you can see, like, where where did you go after school? Oh, I went to, what was the first kid's name that I said? Robert? Robert. <laughs> That's Very a- <laughs> common not name nowadays. For a young child? Yeah. yeah. Bobby. I went to Bobby's house. I went to Robert Bobby's house. <laughs> Robert Bobbert. <laughs> Robert. Robert. Um, I went to Bobby's house. Um, you're like, oh, okay, because I thought that you had gone to Jack's house. And then you can give them. So this is where that strategy that you said about they immediately say something. You know it's not the truth. You can now give them a chance. You give them, you know, five, ten minutes. You probably don't even need that long, no. honestly. Ten minutes is a friggin' lifetime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you have to, you know, because now the anxiety builds and then they're going to flip flop well, and back it depends and forth, how much right? you want the anxiety to yeah. build up a little bit. <laughs> so you can say, you know what, I, I, I don't think that that's the truth. Um, I think maybe you need to take, you know, a moment and really think about what you're telling me. And um, you can even tell them how you know they went to yeah, Jack's. Say, exactly. Well, I got a text saying this. So that's why I think you were at Jack's house. Yes. So yeah, I'm going to give you a few minutes to exactly. rethink your answer. Yeah, and and come up with it. So come up with the, not the consequence, but like it's not a solution either. Like no. just you tell me the truth. Tell me what is happening. And so here's a situation where maybe the lying is the consequence. Maybe the lying does yeah. need the consequence, right? So yeah. 
the the action of going to Jack's house yeah. doesn't really have a consequence no. to it, right? Like it's not no. like they're going to... No, the consequence should be the lie for sure. Yes. The, about the lie. About the lie, mm-hmm. yeah. So it, now they come back to you and they tell you the truth. Great. And you're like, you know what? I really appreciate you telling me the truth. And I don't like it when you go to Jack's house and this is why. Mm-hmm. So after school, you can go to Bobby's house or you can come home. Mm-hmm. And if Jack wants to come here, Jack can come here. Yeah. Right. So you're saying you know, these are the things that you can do. These are the things that I'm good with. It's still independent. Right. Yeah. They still have some control. They get to choose what it is. Um, and you've outlined that you don't the the behavior that you don't want. And also, I don't like it when you lie to me. You know, it makes me feel like I can't trust you. And when I can't trust you, it does. It does. I don't feel safe about you not being here. Yeah. Um, whatever so then the kid comes back and says no i was i right. i went to bobby's house and they're they're sticking to their guns they're just saying like no i'm not going to say this because i know that if i get tell them that i went to jack's house i'm probably going to get in trouble but that's from learned behavior yeah right so they have gotten in trouble before um and what that trouble looks like who knows maybe they did get their ipad taken for a right. week maybe they did get grounded maybe right. they whatever whatever the consequences that the family has gone to in the past here's where you have an opportunity to start changing the way that your child behaves because of your reactions right so they're not going to tell you the truth because they know that they've gotten in trouble in the past so uh yeah i no i wasn't at jack's house i went to bobby's house and you can be like well i know that that's not the truth I'm really upset with you that you're I, like, I'm really upset that you're lying to me and I'm not okay with it. So then you're like, okay, I, I need some time to think about this. So I need you to go to the kitchen table and do your homework. I need you to go to whatever. your room, yep. whatever, right? Like just take a small amount of separation and think about that. Think about why is this bothering you so much? What is a natural, not a natural, this is a logical, an impl- a logical consequence. Um, and how can it be implemented in a way that is not harmful, but is supportive of the behavior that you want to get from your child? Mm-hmm. Because just grounding them isn't teaching them anything. No. You can ground them with the expectation that there's certain things that are completed, but they're still not allowed to go to Jack's house. Right. So, you know, just grounding them doesn't make any sense. So what would a natural consequence, logical. A, a logical consequence be? Um for for this circumstance right well that yeah. very well could be that you go to the school and you walk them home exactly you're being picked up now um until you know i feel like i can trust your decisions yep um explain to them too why you need to know where they are absolutely like that's a safety thing if there's a family emergency and yes. i need to get a hold of you yeah and i don't know where you are yeah um i know a lot of seven-year-olds have cell phones and whatnot now mm-hmm. but whatever yeah like if i need to come and get you for some reason and i don't know where you are that's not okay that's not safe and that makes me feel scared yes right so there's nothing wrong with telling your child that these are this is why i have these rules is because i feel really scared when i don't know where you are yeah and i don't like to feel that way and i want to know that you're safe because i love you more than anything in the world right like you can there's no reason you can't express why you have these rules and in fact when you do start to express them then 
it makes more sense. Well, exactly. Because they're not just hearing no because I said so. Exactly. Right? Or, oh, she's saying no again because she's my mom and that's what she does. Yes. Or, oh, I'm not allowed to do anything ever for no reason. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, they get to that age where if you can give them not a lengthy, but a short, real, mm-hmm. truthful, again, you're being truthful, yes. explanation. Yeah. It it obviously means something. It means something to adults when you do it to adults, right? There's, yeah. It's no different with kids. They understand. Yep. Um, but yeah, the logical consequence, I think, in that instance would be if you are not able to pick them up, they're coming. The expectation is you are home straight from school. Mm-hmm. I will be checking to make sure you are home at this time and that you are doing blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, or you're being picked up or whatever it is, yeah. right? So yeah, they lose that ability to choose yep. for a while as to if they're going to a friend's house or whatever choices they would have had had they told the truth. And the key part of this, I mean, all of it is important. Yeah. But another piece of this is that this, the consequence related to this is isolated to this event. Exactly. So you're not like, um, you you, know, you can't go to the park because you didn't come home after school. Yeah. Because you're already dealing with that. Yeah. So yes, the trust is broken, but they need ways to be able to build your trust back up again. Yeah. And if you don't give them those opportunities, they're going to take them. Yeah. And then that's not the, I mean, we know that that's not the way to do it, but they still need to have uh, a sense of, of choice and a sense of control in their own lives. Mm-hmm. So we need to give them opportunities to be successful. Exactly. And to build up their confidence. And then you know, when something else goes sideways, you know, they still have done so many other great things. It's this one thing. So yeah. it, it, it's hard to not carry that over into other aspects because you're hurt. Yeah. And again, we've talked about that before, right? You, you tend to compound things and pile up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at that point it is punishment, right? Sure. You're not teaching them anymore. You're just mad and you're going to pile it on to make them feel bad. Yeah. And it's because it's oftentimes it's a lot easier. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And it, it doesn't take as much emotional bandwidth on your part or thought or time <laughs> time. Yeah planning yeah all of that stuff yeah it is not a simple and it's just because we've gone through this your kid's gonna lie again oh for sure you know so but this is where you start to change the environment of what lying looks like and the consequences uh to it and what the the conversation around it looks like so i mean you you can if you've never dealt with a liar and now suddenly they're lying you can start to change yeah. you know or not even change because if you've never had to deal with it before you can start to implement new strategies and when when there's conversation it's a good thing yeah and with an eight-year-old conversation is you know it's they're, they're little tiny kids and then they're, you know, pre-adolescent and they're, you know, like, whatever, mom, yeah. I hate you. or yeah. Right. And then they're like, oh, mama, I need a hug. Like they, yes. they swap back and forth. Yes. And, and I don't find that that changes a lot until like mid-teens, actually. Like they really struggle with, am I a little kid? Am I a teenager? Am I a little kid? Am I a teenager? Am I a teenager? Am I an adult? Am I a teenager? Am I an adult? Like it, it's hard and it's up to us to help them navigate and let them be little kids when they want to be little kids yeah and help support them be older you know when it's appropriate to do so exactly and when they're going to see you know mediocre success out of it we're not paving the path we're not snow plowing we're not no you know creating an environment where they're only successful that's not what i'm saying people still need need to make mistakes yeah yes 
and let your kid make mistakes yeah. because you know darn well you've made mistakes. You've made mistakes today. And share them mistakes you've made. Yes. Or lies you've told and the consequences yes. of said lies. Yeah. So it's so funny that you say that because it just reminded me of like, well, you know, like I did that when I was younger and I just don't want you to do that. I know what the ending will be. Well, that's great. But you had the chance to go through it and learn it. Right. I need the chance to make the choice as to whether I'm going to go through it and learn it. I can't just have you tell me I can't do it because you know what? Now I want to do it. I didn't actually necessarily want to do it, but I'm going <laughs> but to do, do it now. now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think any stories you can share that make you more relatable too, right? Yeah. They don't see you as some old, like out of cool. touch. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. It's like, well, I've, I get it. Like, I understand you. I hear you. I see you. Yeah. This is why. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I was an asshole at your age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, Jack in the scenario is completely made up, but maybe Jack needs a little extra support too. And maybe him coming over to your house and him seeing, you know, what a truthful relationship looks like. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't necessarily know that your kid's lying to you about where you're going. No. Or where they're going. But it... Maybe he needs a little extra support too, right? So it's it's an opportunity to look at what the whole impact of what that yeah. relationship could look like. Why is your child lying? What are, are who are the factors? Who are the characters right. in it? And what are the things that are impacting them? And how can you have a positive impact on it? Right? Like I'm not asking you to be a hero. You don't have to go out and save everybody. You don't have to be a savior. The whole neighborhood can come over after school. Yeah, you do that one time. Then you realize that your entire freezer is empty (laughs) of popsicles. And you're like, damn it. (laughs) Yeah. Or that you can't get But just, you know, have have a little understanding for what other people's circumstances are. And, you know, everybody's, all kids get raised differently. And, uh, you know, everyone's coming from the best place that they can. Yeah. And that there's always room for some improvement. Growth. Absolutely. And and it might not even look like growth because sometimes it backfires. But if you stick to your guns and you give it some time, which, you know, we all have a finite amount of <laughs> a finite amount of. We do and <clears throat> um it's hard to have unlimited patience. Oh my God. Yeah, because this isn't the so, only thing that you're dealing with in your no, life. No. Yeah, it's no. very difficult. Yeah. And so, we get that. Like, we're not saying you have to be doing this. No. This isn't 100% of your personality yeah. at this point. Just be mindful. Be aware. Be aware. Again, like, it's stuff we've said before, but, mm-hmm. you know, how would you feel if, mm-hmm. right? You did something mm-hmm. and now you have to come clean about it or like yeah. it's, it's it's not fun feel it's hard it and is very hard yeah and if you have a knee-jerk reaction go back and fix it yeah hey, look i lost my temper that is not how i wanted to react this is more appropriately this is what i actually wanted to say yeah and then you can have go from there because now your kid knows that you're also not perfect you make mistakes but then you own up to them. Yeah. And, this and then you follow yeah. through. Yeah. Because that is a big part of it is them, them seeing you as a human who is infallible. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not infallible. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. 
Seeing you as a human who is not Seeing you as a human, I think, right? Like, yeah. I honestly, they think we're, I don't know. Aliens. When they're little, they just, it's like seeing your teacher outside like of the God. classroom. Yeah, they, it's just like the celestial, yeah. non-existent being outside of where yeah. they live. Yeah, no, I don't think kids actually see their parents as people mm. for a while. No, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. So do you have any lying stories? Well, I told one of my own, the nutcracker one. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was my lying story. Mm-hmm. I don't have any. Do you have any ones that your kids told that you're like, thought were hilarious or? Mm. I did lie to them once. Okay, so the, we have gum quite often around the house. And one of the flavors of gum was chlorophyll. Oh, gross. <laughs> It's fantastic. I quite like it. So, of course I would. Yeah. I'm also wearing socks and sandals today. So there's yeah. that. Um, and so I was telling the kids that, you know, chlorophyll is one of the things that, um, and, and the science isn't right, but it didn't matter because my kids were, you know, impressionist little dough heads who would believe anything I said. It was fantastic at that point <laughs> of parenting. So I said, yeah, you want to be careful not to swallow this gum because chlorophyll is is the, the chemical that plants need to grow. Yeah. And so if you like swallowed this gum and then you swallowed like a cherry pit or an orange seed or something, you would actually be able to grow a plant in your stomach. And they believed it for such a long time. Just hook lines. And I didn't realize it. Like that was an offhand. So we used to travel a lot right. in the car. And so that was just an offhand. It was something, you know, had popped into my head. I thought it'd be funny. Sarcasm doesn't translate well to little kids. Um, often they just take it as face value yeah. truth. And I didn't correct myself. I didn't say, no, I was kidding. Right. And it came up later from one of the kids who went to school <laughs> and they didn't say, oh, well, I know I can grow a plant in my belly, but like they were learning about like plant, plant process. Yes. Yeah. And then I got called out on it and I'm like, oh my God, I was totally kidding. Like I, I, yeah. So I did, it was a lie. The intention wasn't yeah. to like lie, but it was a, it was a adjacent to a lie <laughs> that ended up having, thankfully not a humiliating consequence for my kid. Cause that would have been, oh my God, they develop a whole presentation <laughs> based. Yes. A little poster, yeah, yeah, pack yeah. of gum pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the science fair and they're like, all right, kid. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who's teaching you, but. <laughs> and then you lie again. I don't know where they got that from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Must be from your teachers. Yeah. I don't know where they get Maybe that. you should assess them. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. And sometimes That's I still funny. bring that up because, of course, then I had to come, I came clean. Yeah, I yeah, told yeah. all the kids because I was afraid, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, that that was, you know, going to come up as a, something that they just, because your kids will believe what you say is like the ultimate truth. Yeah. It's fact. There's no other, op- no. there's no other chance that what you're saying has any other. Until. <laughs> until it doesn't. They start school. Yeah. And then the teacher. Right. Well, my teacher said. Yes. That's not true because my teacher said, mm-hmm. and you're like, I don't fucking care what your teacher said. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yes. Where did your teacher? No, I'm just kidding. Go to school. Go to school. <laughs> Clearly not the same biology plant <laughs> class that I went to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. I remember talking to a teacher one time and we ended up becoming very good friends. Uh, and uh, she said, you know, here's, here's what I, I believe 50% 
of what the kids tell me about right, their right, home right, life. Right. If you believe 50% of what they tell you about what happens at school, yep. like deal. Because having done childcare for so long, yeah, the stories that I get told, and some of them are truthful and some of them are their interpretation of what yeah. they're seeing. Because, or perception, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Because the p- parents, again, don't always talk to their kids no. about what's happening. And so the kid's looking at it and they're interpreting it. And Drawing then, their own and they're, conclusions. And then they're sharing it because it clearly had an impact, yeah. positive or negative, right? So some of the things that I've been told have been like, whoa. And then I have to face that parent when they come to pick up their kid. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was always, that was very helpful for me. So like, of course, my kid is going to talk about home at school and it didn't really occur to me because I'm not there to hear it. Right. But when I did hear my kid coming home talking about school, I was like, oh my God, enough with the teacher being perfect, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then, you know, you did the parent teacher interviews and she said, here's, here's the deal. Here's yeah. how it works. And I'm like, this is brilliant. Yeah. And I like it and I appreciate it. And I will a hundred percent take that, you know as the grain of salt that it is kind of thing. Yeah. In the conversation you have with kids, but that's funny. Mm-hmm. Right. So we'll be back at it again sometime soon. Yes. Excellent. Have a lovely day. Well, thanks. You too. Bye. Bye.